Welcome to the First 15 Podcast. The next 15 minutes are going to help you transform your real estate career. And now, your host, master coach and founder of Real Estate Grad School, Rich Levin. Today, good morning, good day, and today we're going to continue on the topic, under the topic of everything buyers, we're going to talk about the number two rule in negotiating, um, <clears throat> in, in top-notch real estate negotiating, but before we get to that, I just want to point something out to you. I noticed it a few days ago, and it is that um, this is that mortgage site I like. It has lots of information. I don't read it. I, I'd probably become very smart about mortgages if I did. I look down here to the right just to look for this mortgage market snapshot. It's a mortgagenewsdaily.com, and I keep it on my screen every day. Let me get rid of that pop-up. There we go. And what this what this says is I've been watching. I watch this rate. I watch how much it goes up, and I have watched steadily now for. Well, you'll see. So the rate is that the, the average rate for 30-year mortgages in across the country has gone up to 4.69. Now, uh, where did I find it here? Oh, up here. If we go to mortgage rates, we go to 30-year fixed rate. Okay. And here is that same 4.69 from today. And just look at the rise steadily for about a week. Yeah, just a week. Um, and so that's an indication to me that we're probably going to see rising. You're probably seeing rising interest rates. If not, you're going to see them soon. So the average that was 4.5 is probably going to rise up to around 4.75 before this rise is finished. You can see how it's gone up since April 16th, um, up 0.1%, 0.6, 0.2 steadily. It's 0.61 over last year. So we're a full half a percentage over where the rate was last year. And if you look at a chart here, we're at a peak and <clears throat> we were at that peak, we were at that peak was at um, July five years ago. Okay, we've been low that, below that ever since. So we'll see what happens with that. Overall, of course, if we look all, rates are still fairly low. But if we look five years, if we look one year, you know, rates have really now pretty steadily and consistently risen. And with what they're saying about bond markets and all that stuff that I only half understand, or not even half, um, I think we can expect rates to rise. So if you have buyers, this is another one of those rate rises from four and a half to four and three quarters, where buyers are going to run to the market because they want to buy before the rates rise. Be sure you talk to your uh, mortgage lenders and make sure, find out whether you need to <coughs> lock in the rates or not. But this is another one of those times you can do your buyers a favor and say rates are rising. They've gone up now from rising above four and a half. Now, if in your market they haven't hit four and a half, they're going to rise two and probably above four and a half. So, you know, it might be a good time to be zeroing in on a home now, making some compromises if they need to to what they're buying. Because as we said before, each 1%. I'm going to change the screen now. Each 1% of interest rate raises um, or raises their payments and it lowers their buying ability by 12%. So somebody who could buy a house at $100,000 at 4% 
at 5% will only be able to take out a mortgage for $88,000, $12,000 less. Somebody buying a house for $400,000, qualified for a mortgage for $400,000 at 4%, it's 4 times 12, 48, will only be able to borrow $352,000, $48,000 less at 5%, if I said that correctly. So just want to give you a heads up and a good time, a good talking point for your for any any place you are. Just talking about how you're watching rates and, and, and your rates are rising and uh, they're rising steadily now. Unlike what was happening before where they'd bounce up and bounce down, we've gone from under four to four to four and a quarter to four and a half without a, much of a drop and now they're rising above four and a half. And as the market remains healthy, as the employment market remains healthy, as some of the things the federal government has done uh, seems to, to be giving us a more healthy economy, the government feels more and more comfortable raising those rates, and they're raising them smartly and slowly, but they are raising them. All right. Today we're going to talk about the number two rule in negotiating, um, and I may not get to all the slides today, so we may continue this one tomorrow as well. Um, <clears throat> the idea here is an educated client is your best client. An educated client uh, is your best client. So a person who understands mortgage, understands real estate, understands the quality of what you bring them. Somebody who has no experience, doesn't, can't tell the difference between a relatively new agent and a very experienced agent. But so you, an educated client is your best client. Who's responsible for educating the client? You are responsible. You are responsible for educating the client. If you do, you're going to have a, a great relationships. If you don't, you're going to have more difficulties. So I'm going to show you exactly how to do that just before we do. We had a really interesting um, live webinar. If you listen to yesterday's vendor webinar, if you go to the website, go under um, go under library and vendor webinars. I hope Chava posted it there. Um, and it, they, they, you, you can get this product for free for your first three transactions and for three ongoing transactions. So if you only have three or less transactions pending all the time, it's a free product. The product is called Folio. You can find it at Amatree.com. Folio, but find it at Amatree.com. And this gentleman came to us, and what he said about it is that, again, it's a tool that manages your email so that every time you have a transaction, it <coughs> recognizes who the email comes from, puts it in a correct file, and manages the flow of your transaction and your emails. It's really cool. And again, they charge um, nothing for for free for three transactions so if you have a two transactions it's free one closes now you have one then two more come up to three up to 25 is it up to 20 25 dollars a month oh 25 dollars a month for unlimited number of transactions so um a smart product i liked it you might want to listen to that webinar and think about calling um uh, mark at amatry or email him emailing him um, he said over 50,000 agents across the country are using it. I can believe it. It seems to be a smart fill-in for something that I don't think there's another product for it. All right, we talked about um, we talked about client appreciation party, and yesterday I gave you a whole bunch of ideas of themes, and today I just want to talk about lining up sponsors. So before you line up the sponsors, do a quick choose a theme. So if you know your theme is going to be it's going to be, let's say, a tent in your backyard um, serving, you know, steaks and great sausage and hamburgers like a cookout with great salads and everything else. So you pick the location. You pick the caterer and the food. How much is that food going to cost you? All the salads, all the drinks. Entertainment. 
if you're going to have somebody playing music, whether it's a DJ or somebody live, uh, paper and plastic products, you know, paper plates, plastic knives, fork, spoons, non-alcoholic beverages, and if you're going to have them, alcoholic beverages, uh, invitations, um, party partying gifts, and uh, other help. If you're going to hire other people to, whether it's a caterer or whether it is people serving food, a lot of times people have their kids do that. It's kind of adorable. I mean, older kids, still adorable. So... <clears throat> Um, estimate roughly what it will cost you to have the client party, party and can you get all of it sponsored? So once you have the client party, uh, once you know, okay, this thing looks like it's going to cost about $3,500. And so then you begin to talk to your sponsors. You talk to your lender. You talk to your title company. And you say, I wanted to ask you a question. You know, in this summer, July 18th is actually the day I've picked. I'm going to have a client appreciation party with all of my clients, as many people as I as we've done business with, and it's a it's, it, I've said a powder mill park here, um, in one of the pavilions. I'm deciding whether to have steak or ribs or <coughs> just go with fat burgers and great sausages, and I'd like to ask you to be one of the key sponsors. Can we have that conversation? May we you know kind of buy coffee, buy you lunch, and have that conversation with you? So you literally just. Let them know what you're doing, where you're doing it, show them some excitement, and just ask permission to, to have a real sit-down appointment to have this conversation with them. Because you need to talk about what's in you need to talk about with them. With them, you need to talk about um, what's in it for them and what you're expecting from them. So they're going to get exposure to all your most loyal people, a lot of whom may already have done business with them. Okay? If they ask for a specific amount. If you might ask them for five hundred dollars, and if they want to go as high as a thousand, they will be the exclusive mortgage lender, which implies that you may have other mortgage lenders you use for five hundred dollars each. There may be more than one there. That will happen, and ask the vendor for raffle gifts. That you will be raffling things off, and it gives you an opportunity in the middle of the party to really introduce them and. Um, Say these gifts are from this particular vendor, introduce them, say some good words about them, let them say a few words, etc. But we'll talk about what to do at the party at another time. Now, there is a document. <coughs> wow, you can hear that in my throat, in my chest. Um, <coughs> forgive me for that. I should have muted and just left all that out. Uh, party. So this is a document in the library. Um, we talked about it yesterday. Look in the library, search party, and look for this document called Client Party Planning Ideas. And man, it has ideas on every single topic, uh, general themes, uh, of dates, size, food, location. Just it's a, a, a form. Look at the other documents too, but this one will prompt you for a lot of the things you need. But my, my, my challenge for you now is get, choose a theme, begin to price the party, and once you've got a general sense, begin to look for sponsors and see if you can get the whole thing sponsored. Or maybe you can have a party for all those people serving great food with great entertainment and it costs you $100 because you have other people who are uh, doing that with you. Um, all right, so we'll get to our topic of the day, topic du jour. Um, we are running late, so I'm quite positive. I'm not going. I'm sure I'm not going to get through all of this. So we'll continue this particular topic tomorrow. Not only negotiating more confidently, but and uh, under negotiating yesterday, I went through with you. Today, I'll just show you the nine negotiating strategies that close more deals. So today, we're going to focus on prepare the clients or begin to focus on that. And I'll put up the whole list each day. There's two pages of them, and we'll be going through each of them over the next uh, few days. 
So the, the idea is to prepare the clients. Prepare the clients for what? Well, you want to prepare the clients for the entire process. But right now we're talking about preparing the clients for the negotiation. Um, so <clears throat> what's the danger of not preparing the client? Well, most agents suffer from it all the time. The client feels fear and fear breeds insecurity. They don't know what's going to happen next. So it's harder for them to make the decision and they battle more about decisions. And then insecurity brings in decisions. They're not secure about their decisions. So they want to delay, take more time, have more, not make their decisions as solidly. And all of it just makes it harder for you. And all of that comes from a client not being prepared for the negotiations. You know, it's time for the negotiations and they're panicking because you haven't prepared them for it. So the number one cause of death to transactions, the number one cause of death to transactions is fear and prepare prevents fear. When you prepare, prepare them for what is going to happen, prepare them for the negotiation, you then <clears throat> overcome that fear and now you have control and they're following your lead. You know, I like to say you're, you're, an educated client is your best client. I stole that from Sims, um, uh, Sims Clothing Stores, S-Y-M-S, who said an educated consumer is your best consumer. And it's really true. An educated client who understands real estate, understands mortgages, really appreciates the value. Now, it's dangerous. When I moved to this community, I happened to be an educated client, obviously. And there were some realtors who were just, I mean, I was embarrassed for them because it was so clear how they were just saying things that weren't accurate and weren't true. And I have to tell you, they were some of the better realtors, at least some of the more productive realtors in the community. And... <clears throat> I recognized a real missing in this particular community and then some stronger realtors and brighter, more and more talented realtors have arisen. Um, that was a long time ago, so I don't want to reflect that on anybody, uh, anybody particularly. So the topic is going to be, and we're starting it today, prepare your clients. And um, the, um, yeah, you know what, we'll stop there because it's, um, it is 829. And let me just pause the slides and bounce them through to the end. Um, and I'm going to give you a piece of uh, homework today. Um, we're going to call this to exceed your goals, your ingredient for your recipe of success. Um, and do this in a void because I haven't given you all the information yet. We'll do that tomorrow. Think of one more way to prepare your buyers for the negotiation and rehearse it many times. How will you describe the negotiation and how will you prepare them? What glitch or potential problem will you prepare them, prepare them for? And rehearse it many, many, many times on the fly. Rehearse it while you're driving. Rehearse it while you're walking. Rehearse it while you're brushing your teeth. Until you own it. And when you're with a client and you're about to go into writing the offer or negotiating an offer, that you are, you are preparing them at that point again in this way so that it makes them more confident in you, them more prepared, them easier, makes it easier for them to make a decision and all at the same time makes your life a whole lot easier to put your transactions together and keep them together. So I used a lot of time, I know, on this webinar talking about some of the introductory things, but I thought interest, increasing mortgage rates and an opportunity to tell your buyers it really would be smarter to buy now. They will thank you for it. It's a smart thing. Those of you who did that when the rates were rising from four to four and a half, no. Your clients were really grateful. They'll be grateful now that they got in at four, four and a quarter. Now they're going to be grateful that they stayed, got in at four and a half. 
So, and, and those other things that I talked about early in the webinar, your client party and so on. So we'll continue tomorrow, a little less on those things, a little more on preparing your clients for negotiating to make your life and your success easier. All right, make a great day, make a sale, hug the ones you love, and uh, stay away from people with colds like me. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast with Rich Levin. Please subscribe and check us out at www.regradschool.com to learn more about how we have helped develop top agents over more than 20 years. See you next time.